And welcome to the Life Toyota with Ben and Molly. I am Ben. And I'm really sorry. I don't know anything about this franchise. (laughs) I cannot cannot come up with anything pithy to say. You could literally have just said, and I'm a hologram, because then we'd be Ben and the hologram. Do you want to do this over? No, no, never. I never want to do it over. I want it to be good first time, Molly. And I'm a hologram. Neither of us know anything about Jim and the Holograms. No, I know that um, they have weird names. Um, like? Jerica? Jerica. Yes. Yes. M- more that are weird. I think there's one called Kimber, which is Kimber? weird because that's so close to my okay. wife's name. So we have Jim. We have Jerica. Well, I we thought have... Jim and Jerica were the same. Are they the same? I don't know. I thought they had, they had... I don't know. They had, they had real names that are... Bad, and they had like band names that are somehow worse. Jim, Jerica. No, they're the same. Jimba. They're the same. Jimber. <laughs> J- 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 you know what? We have phones. Let's just look this Jamie. up because I feel like we're causing the people out there a lot of pain and distress with our ignorance. Despite the fact that we are recording this and this is not going out live, I'm watching our listenership reduce <laughs> in real time. It's amazing. Like yeah, they can't hear like this. Yeah, it's weird. Actually, it's weird. Like the number of downloads for previous episodes is dropping. Like, that number's reducing, and that's supposed to be, like, an ongoing tally. People are going back in time and unlistening <laughs> to our episodes. They're re-uploading the file from our server. <laughs> like, yep, no, I'm good, I got this. That's fine. We're, we're good, thank you. I had the thought this morning, maybe I should do some cursory research. <laughs> and then I did not do that. No, you, what you did instead, and I hope you don't mind me putting you on, like, a very mild blast... <laughs> Is you sent me photos of a green dress. <laughs> okay, okay. I just okay. Do you want to? So do you want to roast I, yourself? I um I write the episode descriptions for all of our episodes, and in the most recent one for Batman and Robin, I did make a little joke, or I thought it was a joke, about <laughs> how Poison Ivy is my new style icon. Yes. Well, I was at Goodwill today, looking through the dresses because I have to get a dress for a friend's wedding that's coming up, and um. There was a chartreuse poison green uh, prom dress with like like a red and green plant applique on it. And I sent you a Snapchat that yep. was like, ha, 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 and, <laughs> and then I brought it into the dressing room and I was like, ha, 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 ha. And then I walked out with it and I was like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Did you pay for it at any point in that? I did pay okay, for it. Okay, I just want to check. Um... Yeah, and it was uh, color of the week, so it was half off. Oh. I paid four dollars and twenty four cents for that dress. That's an amazing, an amazing price. Yeah, as well. that was a really I opened nice... it up. It was, I think it's handmade by like someone's abuelita. It's got wow. like hand finished edges That's and awesome. like yeah. That's a really cool find. Yeah, so I guess now I have completed my transformation. It's perfect because I guess now I have a Halloween costume. Yeah, it's it works great. out. I'm gonna be prom poison ivy. Uh, we're really trying to go, we're going to great lengths so to sorry. not talk about Gem um, and the Holograms. We are going to, soon we'll have context, I guess. Yeah, I, this I'm is... Gonna, here, I'm going to pull it up on my phone and we're actually going to learn something while we're here. While you're doing that, I'm going to ask you a question. Is this the first film we're watching where neither of us have any prior knowledge of the franchise we are about to consume? 
I think so. I'm hard-pressed to think of one that we know less about. Yeah, I'm looking at this list now. I mean, I didn't know about... I knew nothing about Candyland. But we all... We both knew something about literally every other franchise in the 21 episodes. So this is a first. This is a first. Maybe this will be a last because This is maybe not the best content is us broadcasting our ignorance. I think us broadcasting our ignorance is a great title for an advice podcast that we do on the side of this one. You know, if this premise doesn't pan out and that's looking increasingly likely, (laughs) uh, at least we have a backup option. Yeah. Shauna? Shanna? Aja? Are you just saying what's happening? <laughs> I tried to say their names. <laughs> of characters' I'm, names. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, the, the holograms yes, from Jim. Like, I, I'd forgotten that we uh, had even touched did on Did you forget names. that we were recording? Did you think I was just over here to hang out? <laughs> I think that was wishful thinking because I... The only thing I know about Jim and all the holograms is this movie by reputation. And this movie by reputation is a bad movie. That's all I know. I read that this deviates a lot from the original premise of the show. That I had heard as well. Um, but which would no... help if I knew the original. Yeah. Now, there is a link between Gem and the Holograms and Barbie and the Rockers, which if you... A seedy link. A very seedy link. If you've watched The Toys That Made Us on Netflix, if you've watched the Barbie episode, you will know this. Yeah. Gem and the Holograms were in development and Barbie scooped them. Yeah. They heard they knew in general what the concept was. It was like rock and roll dolls and they like shoved it through production and uh, beat them to it. And you can Barbie and the Rockers is back or may have been back for a while I, I was, yeah, we were I was at Target a couple months ago and I saw the dolls there and I think I snapchatted you a picture of them and said like the void gaze is back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I would see this day come yeah. in my lifetime. Stormer. Stormer? Pizzazz. Okay. Are these still names? Yes. This doesn't sound real. This. I think those are their stage names. These sound like the names you would make up to make fun of the names in a children's cartoon. Okay. I'm. They're just sounds. They're like the onomatopoeia that appears when Batman punches someone yeah, in the 60s. Yeah, like, they just like crammed a bunch of phonemes together and yeah. were like, they're children. Do we have... Anything to say before we just go and watch this movie? I, I feel like we have nothing. We have no fuel. There's I no fuel wanna, in this tank. I want to apologize. I'm really sorry that we don't know anything. And no. that's on us for neglecting to do our research. It's Listen, I, I would prefer not to do research. No, no, not because I'm lazy, which is true. But because true. I think it's more entertaining to go in blind. I also generally think that. It just means we have a really short intro. Should we go watch this movie? I don't want to, but some we're gonna. some gas in the tank? I don't want to, but we're gonna. That's okay. my song, because I'm a pop star. Cool. And you're also a hologram. I'm also a hologram, yes. Cool. In that case, we are going to go and watch the movie. We'll be back after these uh, surprisingly old commercial messages. It's a rock and roll speaker. Inside, Jim keeps a wardrobe and accessories. And there's a real speaker you plug your own music into while Jim gets ready for a night out with the hologram. Now it's a city. Jim's rock backstage, Jim's wardrobe, and Jim and her friends sold separately from Hasbro. Jim. 
We are back. I deeply regret every choice that has led me to this moment in my life. Now, there was one choice that was made very recently that, um, that in particular led to this particular moment. Now, what choice was that? I chose this movie to watch. You chose, you chose this movie. You chose it. You chose um, this movie. You chose this. I movie. chose this movie. You chose this. Okay, um, I just wanted to check because yeah, we're practicing making I statements, and uh... <laughs> when you choose this movie, it makes me feel like you don't have my best interests at heart. Um, I you know I try to make the best decisions with the information I have at the time, and I think I just didn't have enough information when I was making this particular <laughs> we decision. We didn't have enough information when we started recording this episode. We didn't have enough information when we decided to make this podcast. Yeah, I didn't. We... I don't think I realized it was going to turn into a vehicle for torture for the both of us. Can Can I confess something to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. By there's the no e- one else in this room. There's no, no one else will hear me. this. Okay. By the end of the movie, I think I liked it. I don't think that's true. I think no, you're... no. This is not. I'm not joking. I'm not. What about it? Did you decide to like? I <laughs> did. I decide. <laughs> I made a conscious choice. Um, I think that it's it's inoffensive. Uh, it's, it's, I, okay, it is we're gonna broadly we're gonna we're gonna screw down into the parts that are actively offensive. But it is broadly an inoffensive movie. I would not describe it as a wretched. Experience. If English is not your first language, I feel like you could take in this movie and you would be fine. Kids would be like, colors, sounds, clothes, sometimes she cries. But in the end, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I I did not hate this film. Okay, there were I'm bits confused. Of it- I feel, I'll admit to feeling a little betrayed. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought we were in this together. I thought we were on the same page. Listen. And I just feel like there's been a huge miscommunication and maybe our entire relationship is <laughs> based upon a lie. Okay. I thought we were compatible, but maybe we're I not. I want to stress. Like, you can see my notes here. There are a lot of notes that basically can be rounded up to what the fuck movie. <laughs> like, s- scroll through no, and I pick a note at random. Words. Like. I'm- there's a lot in this movie to be... Let's document our breach of contract on video. Yes. There's a lot in this movie to be upset or angry or frustrated or baffled or enraged by. It's... Listen, I acknowledge there's a lot wrong with this movie. And yes, maybe what I'm feeling now is a combination of low blood sugar and Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. Yes. I... And we both know coming into this room, like, I haven't eaten. So I just had so, a peanut yeah. butter sandwich and we'll I am a little shaky. over the course of the episode, as your <laughs> blood sugar spikes and returns to normal, healthy levels, if you change your tune a little bit and say, like, return to your right mind. This film b- broadly is inoffensive. There's a lot of specifics I would say there's a it. lot of fine details that yes. hurt. It's kind of like laying on a bed of nails where like it all hurts so much that it kind of holds you up. Yeah. And you don't <laughs> feel <laughs> It's what it, what it is it's like it's in a video game sometimes when something is further away they load in a lower like a lower poly model of that yeah. thing. So far away like I'm seeing the low poly version of that model with simpler textures it's inoffensive it's bland Yeah we just it's need okay. to not get close to it. When you get close and the higher quality version of the model loads in and you can see See all of the the gross detail. Right now, it's a Spider-Man boat person of a movie. This is broadly inoffensive. Like I don't have an issue with this film as a piece of media. Thin slithers of it in rapid succession. <laughs> yes, but 
And as I said to Brian, my other roommate who watched us, uh, who who watched the movie with us, he didn't watch us. I mean, I think he did mostly. I watch think he us. was watching the movie to watch us watch yeah. the movie. But yeah, this movie, as frustrating as it was, I don't hate the film because we have never seen the Gem TV show and we have nothing mm. to weigh this against. As a standalone film, bland, stupid, mm. head head scratching. Yes. It doesn't hurt, though. I feel like it should hurt, kind of like when they stick you with a needle that already has, like, the lidocaine in it, so you don't feel the needle going in. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's like waking up from a surgery that you didn't know you were having, and they've already done everything. Oh, okay. See, that sounds infinitely more terrifying. Well, it's not that you didn't... It's, something has happened, Although and you some, passed out. When you wake up from surgery, you there is a time when you forget that you were having surgery, and you just think, why am I here? I, 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 honestly... Have I've, you never had surgery? I've never had surgery. Oh, it's super I've never fun. stayed overnight in a hospital. You get to take a really expensive nap, and then you throw up afterwards. Cool. Um, so the film opens with what feels like a two hour documentary uh, about uh, the characters uh, who are in the movie. It's Jerrica and Jer- Jer- Joshua at the battle of Jerrica. <laughs> yes. Jerrica and her sisters. Listen, I'm not going to remember any of these characters names. I can't her remember sister, any of them. Um, Timber, uh, I, who I married to incidentally. Jerrica, Timber, <laughs> Jashley. <laughs> And Columbo. You have to say it with a cigar in one hand. <clears throat> yeah. So the story opens with a 17 year documentary Jesus. about the characters and who they well, are. Well, it's a bunch of, um, there's a lot of like YouTube clips used yes. throughout the movie weirdly in a way that made me squirm. Yeah. Well, that was a, I get that choice. I get that choice. But At least they ran with it the whole time and it was consistent. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time we'd have backing music to a scene and then we'd cut to a YouTube video that that music is from Mm -hmm. and then we'd cut back to the scene and you have to wonder why, why is this the choice that has been It's a strong choice. Mm. It's a strong choice that they really stuck to. And I guess I admire that on some level, but it was a bad choice. Yes. It was a bad choice made with a lot of conviction. (laughs) Yes. Uh, like like a Lady Gaga meat suit. It was absolutely <laughs> a strong choice. Yes. So Jericho is explaining who she is and who her siblings are and that she had a dad and her dad was She never had a, a mother. No, she was... She was, um, she was a forced baby. Uh, can I, have you actually heard the, the tale of Darth Plagueis the, the Wise? <laughs> has, has that come up before? <laughs> Does that mean Jerrica is... She was the chosen one. She was supposed she to bring balance to, to the, the force, force, not destroy right. it. Uh, it's it's over, Jericho. I have the high ground. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's really odd that they included. This is, this movie's rated what PG, so it's weird that they cut off her legs and one of her arms. She was on fire. Yeah, in that she was ending on fire, before. and like her hair was getting singed off, yes. and it was really gruesome. Yes, odd choice. Where's synergy? It seems in your anger you killed <laughs> synergy. Oh no. <laughs> That's so fun. This is a funny joke that we're making, but like the actual plot of the movie is, I would say, equally far-fetched and silly. Yeah. Her dad, who guess could also biologically be 
her mother. We don't know. We don't know what the family situation is. We know that she has a father. A one father. Not anymore, because he's dead. He died, but he... there's also a, th- a mysterious third party who takes video of them yes. together, or did when she was a child, because there's a lot of video We never footage. see who was holding the camera. Who was holding, who was holding the camera? But maybe the he, fluid maybe he built a... <laughs> maybe he... <laughs> no. Thank you for that. Maybe he built a drone or something to film him and his daughter, because he was like, I, I will never find love again. It's not. That's not impossible. But also, he died. He died. Um, oh yeah, he, he dies died of some illness while trying to build this thing that looks like a janky old webcam. It looked like oh, a webcam, yeah, no, right? I like see that, that was. Well, I was thinking that it looks like Eva. It did look a lot like Eva. It it looked like if Eva and um, a webcam had and a, a tour webcam had a yes, they had a night of illicit sex, and this was there. We don't know that it fruit. was illicit. They might have gone to Vegas and gotten married, and it was perfectly illicit. <laughs> illicit love affair. <laughs> a new word. Licit. New word. Illicit. Illicit. Anyway, that was the fairy from. I like how you couldn't make your voice any higher pitched than that. Listen. There you go. That's closer. Um. So she went to live with her aunt, with her, her young- aunt Molly Ringwald, her younger sister, whose name is Kimber. Kim Kimbo. Legs akimbo. Akimbo. She's akimbo. All and the time. Then, she's always got her hands on her hips. And her aunt has two foster children. Yes. And <laughs> one of them is one of them is Haley Kyoko, and the other one is someone I've never seen before and yes. probably will never see again. So I didn't make a point of remembering. And her they name. grew up together. And that's the that's it takes fifteen minutes for us to learn this information. Yeah. Um, so the story begins, there's a scene at the very beginning where one of the sisters has hacked up one of the other's clothes and they're fighting about it. And then Aunt Ringwald comes in and she, she says, Jerrica, give me a C. She says that to Kimber, but you're... One of them. I'm trying. (laughs) So one of them starts singing what starts out for the briefest of seconds as a C note before like wobbling into other notes. Before they start doing some crazy little runs. What I'm just going to call cult song, because <gasps> all of the all of the sisters... All of them grudgingly are forced to sing a song together. Yeah, they just kind of, they basically harmonize. It's not really a song, it's just a tune. There's no joy in their eyes. Yeah. They definitely look like they're kind of possessed by something. Yeah, this is how Aunt Ringwald kind of controls, controls the them. brood. Yeah. So they do this song, this cult song, and then uh, they they decide to record a music They're video. Like, well, Kimber's like, let's record a music video. And Aubrey Peoples is like, fuck you. I Do what I want. I do what I That's want. That's Jericho, right? Yes. Yes. And uh, But they force her to participate. And that's not that's not the last time that they force her to participate in something she doesn't want to do. Oh, that's a recurring motif in this is, movie. Yeah, is, is that Jerrica is being like pushed into positions that she doesn't want to be in after yeah. expressly saying, I'm not interested in this. Yeah. So they go to record the music video. Jerrica gets locked out of the house, so has to participate in the video. Her, her, her auntie locks her out of the house and is like, ha ha, yeah. I'm forcing you to interact with your siblings. There is a montage of them like trying out clothes. That they do put costumes on for the video. For the videos, they have costumes. I guess their aunt. It's never stated outright, or if it was, I was not paying a lick of yeah. attention, which is also entirely possible. But their aunt runs some sort of shop, and I was under yeah. the impression that she runs some sort of consignment or vintage boutique. Yeah. Because she has a lot of like vintage clothes and props and accessories and all that stuff in her garage there there is a moment when jerrica is getting dressed for the video and she's got these this big the pointy, like, shoulder, pointy pads shoulder paddy and... she's got the makeup on and the and the pink wig and one of the other siblings says you are truly 
truly outrageous. outrageous. Which is, is I is that the gem tagline? That's like a gem song. That's a thing. Yeah, I, I know that's... they they use the word outrageous a lot and like a suspicious amount. Yes. So I figured that must be some sort of tie-in. So a piece of piece of recorded mail arrives and 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 Jerrica just opens it because of course it's for her. Yeah, Why wouldn't when you, it be? yeah, open verified mail that's not addressed to you. That's always yeah. a good idea. And it's an eviction notice. They've been given thirty days. Aren't Ringwald has been given thirty days to get out of the house, basically. And this is when Jerrica goes up to her room, tries to record a video, and then actually records a video, and then decides she's going to delete the video. But then her sister takes the camera and sees that she didn't delete the video, and her sister, being of sound mind and body, <laughs> just uploads it to YouTube. Just fuck without it. her permission again, without Jerrica's permission. So just just to recap everything that's happened, we've been told who Jerrica is, we've been told who her sisters are, she's p- participated in a music video she didn't want to participate in, she's recorded her own thing that she decided she didn't want to do anything with, and then she's had her trust violated by her closest blood relative. And not to mention the fact that her aunt has fucking hypnotized her and her sisters because they all, <laughs> they're like, give me a C, and then they're all immediately harmonizing. Like, I don't know if this is supposed to suggest, like, some kind of unity or closeness or, like, a bond. Yeah, it's never gone into why they're the singing family. Because Jerrica, like, she sings, but she's she's very much against performing in any way. Yeah. At the beginning, at least. But it's it kind of never really comes up. It's like, oh, your sisters, now you must sing for me. We've never yeah. established that you're singers at all. And this is how we find out. And this is how I guess maybe maybe this is the first time they've ever sung. They've never sung. They're like Give the me a seat. traps. Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> they're all like, oh shit, we can do it too. If so, someone told me to give me a C, I would just be like, C. Yeah. Because that's how it goes. If someone asks, give me a C, there's only one response. So Jerrica's video has been uploaded by her by her sister, by Kimber. Overnight, like, she uploads a video and it immediately starts getting views. That, firstly, doesn't happen. As someone who uploads videos to YouTube, as someone whose livelihood is YouTube right now, this does not happen. That savors strongly of bitterness. It frustrates me. Do you think me. if you put on a pink wig and some pink eyeshadow and projected a rainbow onto your face and sang with guitar accompaniment? About the N64 version of Doom? Yes. Yeah, probably. That'll probably do quite Yeah, let's well. try that next time. So she wakes up and the news are talking about this video. On the fucking news. On the news it's being talked about. Like people have been murdered and like (laughs) stuff's been stolen and this is what they're finding to talk about. It's the year, what was it, 2015? 2015. 2015. I guess there wasn't any news back then. Towards the end, like this is is the last good year of humanity. Of the news anyway. Yeah. Like now this would not get a look in because we'd want to know, you know, what dumb thing has come out of Trump's mouth. But instead... The news is hyper focused on who's Jem? Where's this Who video come from? Who? How? How did? How did this video accrue so many? Here's the thing: it accrued thirty six thousand views overnight. Firstly, that's not newsworthy. I have episodes of Port Center that have thirty six thousand views. That's not newsworthy. No one is going to be going who's Jem? Who's? That's not going to be all over the news. She's not going to have fucking a record. The manager of a record label offering her uh, a record contract sight unseen after one mildly popular issue. That doesn't happen. That's not how YouTube works. What What did they think they were doing when they were... Why don't they do any, any cursory research? They presented her as a literal overnight sensation. Li- that doesn't happen. What would have been more realistic is if this, this video was uploaded and then someone finds it two and a half years 
fucking later. That's more believable. Now I hate this movie again. That's it. It's great. I, I hate this the, movie again. I can We're... tell the sandwiches hit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so, I know I'm yelling. No, you're you're very pink right now. You're not a big fan of yelling, and I am aware of this, and I apologize. But the whole YouTube part of this film is is so utterly detached from reality. Like they could have spoken. Universal, Universal, Universal Studios. I'm scared because your jowls are shaking. Do you want to like calm down? I'm fine. Universal Studios is based in LA. YouTube have a creator space in LA. Google have offices in LA. There is no way that people at Universal or AllSpark Entertainment, which is the dumbest name, could have spoken to actual YouTubers about how that works, that whole process. It's very much as though grown-ups had YouTube explained to mm. them and did no other research. Like, their kids watch a lot of YouTubers, yeah. and they were like, oh, I get how this works. And then that's what they wrote. It's very much like, how do you do fellow kids? It's Steve Buscemi with a skateboard yes. song over his shoulders. That's that's the level of... You know, I, my friend Louise uh, works with electron microscopes professionally, and she gets so pissed off um, by the electron microscope in the beginning of, I think it's Spider-Man or Spider-Man 2. And she kept saying, that's not how they work. Because that isn't what electron microscopes look like. That's not how they work. And for the longest time, like my approach to that kind of stuff in movies is, movies aren't real. They're not reality. Don't get hung up on that stuff. But then I see this. Now that it relates to you. Now that it relates to me, now the anger is justified. Now the frustration and the righteous fury has a home. So this video's been uploaded. It's become a huge overnight sensation in a it's thoroughly a, a unbelievable 36, way. <laughs> that's that's the most views a YouTube video can receive. Um, so it's all over the news, and ev everyone is telling Jerrica, "You've got to do something." Like you've been, you, this this record executive is reaching out to you, um, and this is when we find out Aunt Ringwald is kind of doubling down Aunt on. Auntie Ringwald, we're going to lose the house. Yeah. So. Jerrica emails Eric. What was her name? Erica, Erica Raymond. Erica and Jerrica. I think I just realized that. Clever. What does it mean? Erica Raymond of was it Starlight Star, Entertainment? Yeah, that sounds right. Star something. Starlight, I think, is is right. And there's an, a debate that happens between them. A conversation <sighs> that happens via thing. email, um, where she's like, "Hey, I want a record deal." Or I'm, you know, I'm open to this record deal. And Erica says, okay. Uh, but just you. I just want a you. solo act. Yeah. And Jerrica says, no, my sisters have to come. And Erica's like, tough nuts. And Jerrica's <laughs> like, I won't take no for an answer. And Erica's like, like, my, you're a feisty one. That's so gross. <laughs> yeah. And it's then really gross and creepy. Like, if it were a man saying that, I would have screamed a lot louder. Yes. But it's still an unprofessional you screamed, thing. I, I mean, yeah. I, was, I never stopped screaming <laughs> the whole time. But it's a very unprofessional thing to say when you're negotiating a contract. Yeah, and then Jerrica says, that's my final offer. What offer? You know, you haven't you're made... You're not the offering You're not one. making an offer, and no offer was made. Um, and then Erica emails back and says, okay, there'll be a car there in the morning. Which happens immediately. We yeah. cut straight to the car the arriving. The car showing up. And um, our, our boy. And our first encounter <laughs> of, uh, of, of, of Zipper, the, the sex slave, who <laughs> we have pretty much... I don't want to say decided, it's more of a deduction. It's it's a conclusion that we have reached where Zipper is 
Erica's 24-7 T4 Sevs Fet Life I Live the Lifestyle 24-7 Full on Submissive Submissive Like he wears a leather jacket He's always got an earpiece in Even though she's always right there And uh, he doesn't He's not allowed to express His own thoughts or feelings Or opinions Like he's very very But much I think he's into phone. it Like it's part of yeah. their contract Yeah I mean he really kind of He does seem to get off On the power dynamic He doesn't actively get off on screen But we can definitely see it happening In his head and his heart <laughs> We managed to kink it up again. <laughs> we didn't kink. Listen, this film gave us what it gave okay. us and we took from it what we took. Now, at a certain point, yes, that that is them shining their light through our prism. But the light had all the colors in it to begin with. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it still manages to be kinky somehow. Yes. Something, there's a, did we skip the part? I don't know if this has happened yet where um, Jerrica's talking to her aunt. And her aunt says something like deep and profound and then says, those were your father's words. I think she probably says it like as she's leaving. Yeah. As Jerrica's leaving to go to LA. Yeah. And we, cause we had a little discussion at the time of, did she just say that, say that at the after end of everything. things? To kind of add weight to bullshit to make it, cause, cause Jerrica has such a profound bond with her late father. Like, uh, don't leave soda on the, the dining room table cause it leaves those wet little condensation rings. Those were your father's words. <laughs> like, does that, does, that's got to happen, right? I mean, I feel like if I were in that position, I would use I would use that to make my child do anything. <laughs> so, I'm trying really hard to stay engaged, but this every time I think about an aspect of this movie, I get so angry that it I feel like it trips a failsafe in my brain, and I just like all my emotions shut down because yeah. I can't tolerate how angry I am. It's frustrating. It's a it's. The first half of this movie is definitely reminding me why I did not like this movie up until the end. Maybe the thing I liked about this movie is that it was over. Maybe that's why I was happy at the end of it. You felt the relief? Yeah. I was, it was the relief of the film being over and eating a peanut butter sandwich. Okay, so you were in a state of psychic and physical distress. Yes. And now you're not anymore. I mistook the movie no longer being on for, for I've had love. a good experience. Yeah. I mean, we've all done that before, certainly, and you know I've done that, 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 that mistaking that trauma for an emotional attachment, much like most of the relationships I've oh, been no. in. Oh no, I'm going to cut that out, because you deserve love. <laughs> I'm laughing at the fact that A, you said that, and B, I'm not sure it's true. So she gets picked up by the car, they drive all the way down to LA, they're in like the middle of California, and they drive down to LA... Um, my next note literally says, I hate all of this. Yeah, no. So I think that was a note from past Ben to remark. <laughs> but this was not a fun experience. So they arrive at Starlight Records and they're in Erica's office. Oh my God, the earring scene. Okay. The earring okay. scene. Okay. Now, okay. Molly, let, let's go over the earring scene for a moment. What happens in the earring scene? There's a scene there. She, Erica, mean lady, is assessing each of their styles. That's a fun way to pronounce the word negging. Is negging them, because um, she read the, what is it, the magical secret, the secret of the dicks. What is that? <laughs> Peacock in it, colon, <laughs> getting a girl into your junk. Yeah, that book. <laughs> and um, so she's negging all of them and criticizing their style choices, and she really, really doesn't like Jerrica's earrings, which admittedly are gross and ugly. They're very dumb. They're silly. Uh, but her father made them for her, so she's very attached to them. I'm definitely, I definitely still keep all of the jewelry my dad made for me. <laughs> and um, 
Erica Mean Lady is like, take them off. And so Jerica, Erica and Jerica, sorry, that's going to mess me up a lot. Just call her Jem. She's Jem. 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 Takes them off. Jem Appel. Get me the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) My name is get me the fuck out of here. Yes, I want to be done. Um... So Jem takes her earrings off and instead of just like putting them in her own bag like a normal person to be like, I guess I'm just not going to wear these right now. She gives them to Erica who puts them in a like a silver box like Clarice Rinaldi had in The Princess Diaries and then puts them in a safe in her office. Why? Why? Why Why? did you take... Why... The earrings. How did that happen? The earrings. Do you not think to say when if I were to take off a piece of jewelry that had extreme sentimental value to me and give it to a stranger and they went to go put it in their safe, I would say something like, "No, no, that's not what I meant. Give that back." I absolutely at the time thought that this would become a plot beat later, like getting the earrings mm-hmm. back, and I was so you were right. right. But I did not know why that would be. Because this movie takes... You never could have predicted why that would be that they would need the earrings. This movie takes a flight of the navigator, Sarah Jessica Parker and Ralph showing up with food style turn at the midway mark, which is a reference you'll only get if you've listened to our first Patreon bonus episode. Or if you've watched Flight of the Navigator. That also... I mean, who's watched that film, really? No one's watched it, have they, Molly? What voice is this? <laughs> um, so... <clears throat> so the... Uh, the... The earrings go into Chekhov's box, into Chekhov's safe, along in Chekhov's with office. Chekhov's indistinct white envelope. Oh, and that also we see later. Uh, Chekhov's son. <laughs> yeah, Is there um, uh, Erica, the one who dances on the sand. Erica assigns her son. We don't Rio. learn. We don't learn that he's her son. Yeah. for a bit, but he is. Yeah, he's he's her son, and he's been assigned to kind of chaperone Baby and babysit yeah. the the group Jem Jem and her sisters Jem 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 Jemmy Jem Jem there's some dumb things that happen firstly <laughs> I feel like you could use that as the tagline of this movie <laughs> firstly there's already a poster for Jem the band in the office they haven't who they took made those that photos overnight overnight they made like who made, who's in those no one's in those photos it's just yeah. Well, it's, it's nothing because it is photos of them, and they're like, yeah. "How did you get photos of us?" And they're like, "It's Photoshop." Oh, not how Photoshop no, works. No, this you, film. You don't type into Photoshop. Give me a photo <laughs> of X, and Photoshop generates the photo for this, you. This film is the reason why anyone who works freelance and does like photo manipulation gets clients saying stupid things like oh could you turn me around so that i'm facing the yeah. front of this shot instead Jeez. of fa- you can't you cannot do that in the photoshop you can't do it this movie was written by old people it's really all it comes down to who have never seen a computer i guarantee you the script for this was typed out on a typewriter yeah it's frustrating to look at um and so Erica announces that Jem is going to be playing three shows in Los Angeles. She reveals that she's signed Jem. That's played as a big surprise, even though the logo she's designed for Jem is on a big screen behind her when yeah, she does like this. Yeah, that's like the press release. That ha- that happens after the part with the robot, though, because they get they they get driven by Rio to this big mansion. Oh my god! They're told they have a midnight curfew. And yeah, then, he's 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 very much acting like their babysitter, but there's like a weird tension, like a sexual tension between them. And then he's like, "I sleep down the hall." Wink, wink. Like, what does that? <laughs> what does that it's mean? Not, no, you're you're four 
teenagers, teenage girls. Well, that's spending, Power Rangers, if you will. Spending the night in a strange house with a strange man down the hall from Why you. Why wouldn't you let your aunt come, come with, with you. you? That makes much more sense. Why is your aunt... I guess she has to run the shop that's not doing well so she, so she doesn't make enough money to Well, doesn't she rent? have a family friend with nothing to do? Like, know. why is... Why the aunt signs off or is disinterested in so much and of the just, arrangement? She's just kind of like, okay, you kids go have fun. Like, she's... Like, they're riding down the creek on their bicycles. This is nonsense. So, they, they're going to sleep. The robot that... Uh, Jem's dad had been working on. Jem oh, yeah, took it with him. He's been her. working. He was working on a robot before he died. Did we mention that? Yes, we did. So the robot wakes up. The robot wakes up, says its name is Synergy, and then shows GPS coordinates for Santa Monica the Pier. Santa Monica Pier, and they're like, you know what we should do? Go right, right now. now. So they just they steal they Rio's steal keys. His, they steal his car. They film the. Jeric, someone, Jerica stealing the keys? They film her stealing okay, the, thing, the keys. The, there's a plot device that um, Kimber has to film everything. Like, she's a an oversharer. So every time they do anything, they commit a lot of crimes over the course of this film. And every single one of them is documented Yeah, they've on filmed video. the whole shebang. It's great. So they go to the pier. They have to... Um, they, go, they magically find parking at the pier, which, like, I want to know where that happen. spot is. Yeah, please let... If you are if you worked on this film, please, please let us let know, know where, where that, that parking was. is. So they, they're at the pier. They sneak... They get past a locked gate to this kind of locked-off section of the pier to where these large kind of cylindrical tubes are that stretch down underneath the pier, the pier into the water yeah. so that when the water crashes against them, they play a tune. Yeah. Is this actually at the pier or did they make this up? I don't know. It's been I've a never while seen since I've, I haven't been to the pier in several years. It's been about five or six years since the last time I was there. I don't remember seeing any great big ruddy tubes that made noise. I don't remember it. But the, they're playing a tune and the tune they play is the tune that Jerrica's dad used to whistle in the workshop. But one of the notes is off. Uh, Jerrica solves this by turning the tube. It's weird that no one has turned the tube at all in the however in, in the ten years since her father yeah, died. But it's it's been fixed, and in fixing it, a wooden slat, a yeah. plank on the pier, pops, pops open, revealing a little bag, a little like leather wallet. Yeah, deal. which one of the girls just like grabs, grabs without thinking, like, well, maybe it's covered in scabies or <laughs> poison or something. And then so there's like a PCM CIA card for an Amiga that slots into the side of the uh, of, of the robot of of Synergy, and it gives them another location, which is a club, mm-hmm. uh, the name of which I can't remember. Open air. Oh, the open air club, I think. Is that yeah. It? Rio shows up. At first we think he's a cop and then it turns out he's Rio. And he dances on the sand. He he does do a little bit of a dance. Um, he he sees them. He, he says, well, I had my iPhone in the glove box. So I was able to track you guys when you stole my car. And then the actual cops show up. Rio takes his coat off, puts it in, it's a, in a conspicuously trash clean trash bag. And they leap off the pier to yeah. evade capture by the police. So... Lots of law breaking. One of the sisters is a kleptomaniac. Is it? Haley Kyoko is a klepto. Haley Can you help me with this? Haley Kyoto. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted to make it work. I know that you wanted to make this work. Haley klepto. It's like I don't want to go back to juvie. So they. And I feel like she has a really rich backstory, and I wish this movie were about her instead. I'm going to summarize the next four minutes of the movie in two lines. 
maybe three. They're sitting under the pier. They sing some uh, like five part harmonies, and they disturb a homeless person. <laughs> that's it. That's literally what happens. Well, it's we when we were watching them just sitting under the pier and singing. I was thinking, hey, the police are going to find you if you're singing. Yeah, you haven't really strayed that far from the spot where they knew you were. The criminal always returns to the scene of the crime because they never left they, it. They, they return to the scene of the crime because they have to sing about it. Yeah. And B, you are. Probably sitting on a bunch of like used condoms and syringes right now. <laughs> Probably some broken glass. <laughs> uh, maybe they're using a homeless person as a cushion. I don't know, but I, we all we all were like, where are the homeless people? Like, probably just off screen. There's probably and then there literally was like this homeless woman was like, at hey, the, keep it down. I'm yeah, at the to end sleep. of the song, there's a homeless woman who yells at them because she's trying to sleep. Yeah, and it was played for laughs. Yeah, like this homeless woman. The, the homelessness is it's a real thing. It's a real problem. Also. What was the song they were singing? You raised this question, and I thought, no, this can't be a real song. Is it? They're singing a song that all of them know the words for, with but I've harmonies. Never, I've never heard of this. I've never heard this song before, I don't think, whatever song they were singing. This film has the exact same problem that Barbie and the Rockers Out of This World, Barbie and the... Sensations, sensations Rocking, back, rocking to back to Earth. Had in that it cannot decide it exists where, and it shouldn't have. Yeah, well, that too. But it cannot decide whether it's a musical in the sense of they sing songs at times to to kind of express their mood, mm-hmm. or it's not a musical and every performance is digested. Yeah, which is exactly and it what blurred happened. the line in that scene. Yeah, because they were all they all knew this song that I had never heard before. This film cannot decide in this moment at least whether it wants to be Grease or Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect is probably the closest, like. Don't sell a Pitch Perfect by putting it in the same sentence with this film. I The problem I have with a lot of the way this movie is shot is it's shot very... There a lot of fall colours for the real stuff that's not on stage, on set, mm-hmm. uh, or where they're wearing ridiculous costumes. There's a lot yeah. of fall colours, lots of oranges and browns. It's, an, it's a weird, like... It's a the, warm the, movie. The colour styling is very inconsistent. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. Every time that they're not on stage, it's very, very warm tones. Yeah. Kind of... Almost sepia-ish, like, it's definitely been graded to look kind of homey, I guess, like, cozy? It it reminds me of, and I haven't seen this, I've only ever seen trailers for it, so don't at me, but um, the film, was it Stepmom? I haven't seen that. That's that's what the color palette reminded me of. That's Julia Roberts? Yes. It used to come on ABC Family all the time. I never watched it. Cool. Media taught me that I should hate stepmoms, and then I got a stepmom because my dad remarried, and she's great. Yeah, she's awesome. Hi, Linda. Hi. I she listens to this. But if you do, hi Linda, I love you. But yeah, all the times that they're performing, it's very saturated and yeah. a lot of cool tones, like pinks and blues and purples. It's like if Lady Gaga made music videos during the eighties. But um, I feel like that's very generous because these the the it's, it's like, not that good. Okay, it's like if Lady Gaga were aimlessly making videos. Yeah, during if the Lady 80s. Gaga took some mind-altering medication of some sort and they put a blindfold on her and spun her around a few times. Yeah. Pin the tail on the donkey style. <laughs> and we're like making Ping music the meat video. Suit on the <laughs> uh, yeah, it's but the stuff that because this because of the source material, which I've I've seen very little of, it's I've I'm I'm aware of the cartoon, I'm aware of the character designs, I've i i I'm familiar with truly outrageous. Because of the source material and because of the demographic that a film like this would have to be marketed to, I thought the film was gonna be shot a little bit more Nickelodeon TV movie, mm. where 
The shots are a little bit more static. There's a lot of handheld camera movement. Yeah, in this. unnecessary shaky cam, and I I wish yeah. I knew what it meant. It's kind of shot weirdly docu style in yeah. a lot of parts. Yeah, and that style, like it's it's shot like autumn Battlestar Galactica. It's there's a lot of handheld, a lot of a lot of that documentary style. And I honestly thought we'd have a lot more like fixed shots, more bright colors yeah. throughout. Um, honestly, yeah, a lot higher key lighting. And I made a note about this. Um, I I am shocked that this movie is not as colorful mm-hmm. as Batman and Robin was. It's for children. Yeah, so it should be. But, but it's sh- weirdly shot, kind of like like a, a melancholy indie drama. Yeah, but it's very not. But it's not. Yeah. So they're about to do their gig. Erica's giving them all like tips on how to look attractive. And uh, one of the things she says is uh, squinch. Squinch, which I've never heard before. No, but then she pulls a face and it's she's smizing. She's smizing. Tyra Banks already does that. Yeah, and I think the reason she says squinch is because <laughs> smize is probably a trademark, registered trademark yeah. of, of Tyra Banks Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Monsanto Corporation. <laughs> um so they go out onto the stage for their first performance. When did they ever... They have not had time they to rehearse. They haven't rehearsed. I don't even know. I wish I understood what the timeline was for this. Because as far as we're aware, like, day day one, she sings the song. Day two, she gets... She, picked up. She gets picked up. Day three, she goes to LA. This is day four? I like guess. The, the night of her first day in LA, they go to the pier. They don't sleep. I think they literally watch the sunrise. I think all of that happens in their first day. Yeah. That, so day two so, of the overall arc. So the performance is day three, right? Well, there's the day. Day one is when she records. Day the one song. is the song. Day, day two. two. Oh, you're right. So day one is the song. Day two is it blowing up and getting the emails. Day, day three, three is them is getting going picked to LA, up. The night they go to the literally pier. spending a, d- a day in LA doing like styling and fashion montages and yeah. stuff like that. Day four is them performing, performing a song they have... after not having slept. Yes. But during their performance, the power goes out and the first thing you hear anyone in the audience yell is, I want my money back! <laughs> um, or I need my money back. Something, something like, like that. that, as all concert patrons do. And they don't know what to do, but then uh, Jem spies an acoustic guitar hanging on the wall and she gets everyone, to sh- all, everyone in the audience to shine their phones at the stage um and uh, that's why wait is that the venue they were performing at anyway yes. the open air so the open her, air yeah so her were... father sent her there to get the guitar i just realized that because yes. because okay i feel stupid i did not realize that i was like hey it's weird that that same guitar is there <laughs> and it has what she needs in it yeah. okay her father sent her there to get the guitar so, so that's the next piece of the puzzle. They finish the song they were performing, uh, which I'm not going to lie, it's actually a kind of a catchy pop it, song. Okay, I, it's I called Young it. Blood, and there is a there is like an audience call and respond portion, and I yeah. just want to say it's really unnerving to see a room full of people jumping up and down and chanting blood, 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 blood. Yeah, it was culty <laughs> in the extreme. <laughs> like a lot of aspects of this movie. Only slightly more culty than the, the, the cult song. Being forced to sing in yeah. harmony. Um, so they finish their performance. Jem flips the guitar over and sees the, the, like, their crappy star. It, you know what it she- looks like? I don't know if you follow CSGO at all, but, um, there is a, like, a professional CSGO team, uh, called Astralis. Their logo looks exactly <laughs> like that. I was like, oh, he played for Astralis. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> did, did Astralis lose any, uh, any team any members? Guitar? Oh. Any, to, did they, did anyone die of... To an unspecified, uh, unspecified disease. Unspecified terminal illness. 
so they they open the guitar and it's got some yeah, bullshit gadgetry inside and also a leather pouch similar to the one that was in the pier. So the the she slides, slots that uh, PCMCIA card into the side of Synergy, <laughs> and Synergy is basically just use your gifts. <laughs> Nothing happens. That is what happens, right? I think so because I feel like she's she she plugs it in. She's expecting more. And she's disappointed that nothing happens. Yeah. Either the card or something inside the guitar has, like, use your gifts written on written it. Written on it. Um, or, like, stuff. I was I commented that it looked like a they used their Dymo label maker to, like, yeah. stick, the, <laughs> stick the text That's on the it. That's the toyetic aspect of this movie, is, <laughs> is it's to market the label maker. Do you own a Gem and the Holograms brand uh, or modeled uh, label maker you know I do so Jem's really disappointed that it doesn't do anything I'm not because I figure this robot was never finished I'm not because so. I'm not emotionally invested <laughs> in this movie at all and I'm I stopped paying attention during the song because I was like oh they're yeah. just singing a song I can look at my phone for a few minutes I wasn't wrong so Rio is walking around the house in a bath towel because no! he just had a shower no! And then Jem walks in. Oh no! Oh. And they have a moment. It's okay. It's weird. I don't live with a man, so Not you need I. to tell me. <laughs> don't tell Luke and Brian. I said this. <laughs> I don't live with a man either. You need to tell me this. When you wrap the towel, when I wrap the towel, it goes over the boobs. I've uh-huh. never wrapped a towel around my waist before. When you wrap the towel around your waist, is it that low? The it's, guy okay. had it. It was like hanging off. Yes. I'm gonna. Okay, I have a towel. So when I typically do it, it's like right at the belly button. Yeah, it doesn't hit sit that like. His was like yes, it was like like you could off. see those weird you muscles that the, some guys have. The, that this kind of, way to my genitalia yes. lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great podcast by the way. Me getting up and putting on a towel. <laughs> but yeah, he's it's like. He's like he wants the towel to fall off. It's definitely he's, arranged like he's trying to get it to fall off while he's, he's walking. Barely holding on to that towel, and you know the I'm only barely thing, holding on the only, right now. The only thing keeping that towel on was Jem's force of will. Like, <laughs> please don't let the towel drop. Don't, please don't let, let the it. towel drop. But they have and, a, he's, and he's like, Oh, it's fine, come in. I'll like put on some clothes. And then he puts on his clothes with the door open. He's wearing a thong. Did you see that? No. When he's doing his jeans? No, I didn't see You see the thin strand of thong. He's wearing a thong or a banana hammock, which is a type of thong. But as they are, they're kind of close, but not like... They're no cigar. They're not about... No, there's definitely no... I mean, he has a cigar, probably, because he's a guy. And there's definitely a mutual attraction. We spent most of the movie debating whether she was legal. Yeah, she's obviously a teenager, but she's signing her own contract. Yes. But Kimber maybe is also signing contracts, so I guess their aunt is their guardian and needs to be there to sign Needs contract. to be better at her job needs of being be, a guardian. Needs to be better at parenting Yeah. Um, in general, but also would need to sign the contracts for her underage ward. So Erica... Who you may remember is in this movie, um, and is mean lady. and is Rio's mother and owns the record label. Walks in, tells Jem that she's got a show to get ready for, and then says to Rio, um, "Don't sleep with the talent. Don't sleep with the talent. I'm reassigning you. Stay away from her. I need your business head." 
which is wrong. No, that's not something you ask of a blood relative. Yeah. And then we enter the part of the movie where we realise just how fucked uh, Aunt Ringwald is because she's she's FaceTiming with or Skype calling with Jim. Uh, with Jim. Unspecified video call software. Yeah. And Aunt Ringwald says, uh, hey, so we're actively fucked. I've got a week to get out of the house. It's just to get out. Like, we're not being... Give- I lost my appeal. I don't know if an appeal was happening. I lost the appeal. That was really fast. That took a day. We're losing the house. Uh, I've got to leave. They went from having... She went from having, like, a month's Month. notice to yeah. a week. So, uh, Jem says, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And approaches Erica and says, hey, I guess what I'm asking for is an advance. Which is the thing she you should have asked, asked for, for before place. you even got into the car. If you know the house is in trouble, that's the first... And that was the only reason that she agreed to the contract in the beginning. Like, she wouldn't have engaged with Erica at all if she wasn't aware... Because she didn't want to be a star. Like, she she was trying to stay out of the limelight. And then everyone was like, but this will be good for the house. This will be good for you. You just got to get out there and share your talents. And also, we can have a house. So again, she's pressured into doing yeah. something she doesn't want to and do then, necessarily. And then Erica says, sure, no problem. I'll give you an advance. But hey, as I'm, while I'm doing something for you, why don't you do something for me? And slides a solo contract across the but table. she just happened to have with her. And uh, says, well, y- you should be honored because it takes artists decades, years to get to this point, And you're going to be a solo artist today. And Jim's like, but they're my sisters and my family and I love them. And then Erica outlines in very explicit, like, beat for beat, <laughs> plot for plot detail what why Jim... What the stakes are. Yes, what the stakes are, what Jim stands to lose if she doesn't sign the contract, and what, what will happen if she does. So Jessica... Uh, Jerrica, sorry. Jerrica, whatever her last name is. Yeah, Benton, yes. Signs the contract, Jim, which may... Which should have voided it to begin with. Yeah, and is then cut to her b- backstage prepping for her first solo show. I guess the same day? I don't... I don't fucking know. The sisters, sh- she's Show talking... up and they're ready to perform, I guess. Yeah, but they... Like, they didn't get the memo that they they're not invited. Overhear Jim and Erica talking about... You know, well, you can go, you're solo now, and your family is secure, and you don't need them anyway, they're only holding you back. And then as Erica leaves, the sisters are all there, like, what the fuck? Because they overheard What the fuck are you doing? And everyone cries. Uh, You aren't thinking of this, you're only thinking of yourself. Which is not an actual line, but that seems to have been like the general. But she very clearly says, like, I want to save my fucking house. You know the place, the thing that you sleep under? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much, that's the gist of it. Yeah, it's made very explicitly clear that that's why she's doing this. This is the part in any sports movie, any movie where someone goes from, you know, from rags to riches, where they turn their back on their friends or their family, Mm -hmm. and this is like the low point for them. That's kind of what this is right now. That's what this moment is. So she performs a 12-year-long song. It's so long. Again, I looked at... I was just looking at my phone the whole time. I was like, let me know when this musical number is over. It keeps going. Um, but Jem uh, decides that she's... She's sad, so just so she's going to go and visit her childhood home where her and her dad lived when they were living in Los Angeles when she was very little. And she goes to the house and goes and stands and peers in the window and there's another and family there's another there. Family. I don't know what she thought she just like she would find. creepily stares in the window. And they, then she's. They never notice her the whole time. No, which they I don't. feel like they should have. I was waiting for the dad to come out on the porch and like shoo her away with a broom. Oh, shoot her away with a shotgun! <laughs> like <laughs> get off my property. So she sits on the on the the steps at the front of the property and has a little cry, 
and uh, her sisters show up and uh, they say, yeah, well, we know you were trying to do the right thing. So I guess we forgive you. They resolved it so, so quickly. Quick. This, I thought that was going to be the main, that, like, like the thrust of, yeah, three. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the rise and the fall. Because that's usually what happens in these sorts of movies, but no. They resolve it over the, like, in a scene break. No, because what happens is Rio also shows up because he drove the sisters here, and they all decide, hey, you can still figure out what Synergy's thing is, what your dad put in the robot, and use your gifts. They all discover, ooh, it's the earrings he gave you, those weird-shaped earrings that he made that look stupid. Those are the gift. But where are the gift? Ah, they're in the safe. Starlight Records, so they have to break into Starlight Records. And they're so excited to commit this crime. Another crime. They're They're so so excited and they're like, let's get out our cameras and document this. (laughs) Clearly they didn't want to be musicians. Clearly they wanted to be international jewel thieves. (laughs) So, Jem and Rio uh, Rio steals Erica's car. By bribing bribing the the valet. valet. He drives onto the property, which he can do easily because he's in Erica's car, and then he gets out of the car, opens the trunk, and Jem hops, hops out. out of the trunk. Um, making, she's not tied up. She's not tied up. She she is a little. She's got like a Charlie horse because she there wasn't a lot of room in there because Zippy's in there as well. Uh, he's called Zippy. Fun fact because he was zip tied uh, in restraints with zip ties. This is a callback to Zipper, Erica's sub. If you missed that, we joke yes. about how he's tied up in various locations in every scene in the film, but you just yes. can't see him on screen. Yeah, he's always off camera with. Someone's panties stuffed in his mouth. Or strapped into a fuck machine. Yeah. Like some kind of, uh, like a Hitachi magic wand, like strapped to his genitals. No. <laughs> I feel like mine was very tame compared No, this is, this is what the podcast is. We just have to accept it. I didn't it. ask for this like Jerrica. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> this is beyond the scope of what I thought I was agreeing to. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm a little sorry for you. I'm not sorry for the like, No, general... it's okay. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> about you so while they're sneaking into the building the sisters are distracting the security guards by pretending to be gem fangirls mm-hmm. but also talking about how much better the sisters are which is kind of like a weird like are you, are I, you over I, it or not you know I thought that was actually kind of cute and charming <laughs> I really liked that moment yeah it was humanizing yeah it was because I would have definitely done the same thing if I were in that position yeah. so they break into the off. they get into the office they crack the password on the safe, which is just Jerrica's name. name. Erica's name. Yeah, sorry, Erica's name, yeah. And they find in there the jewelry box with the earrings and also... Uh, Rio's father's will. Yes. So they take both of those things. No, if you're a father, you do not survive this movie. Yeah, this is... The, the world of Gem and the Holograms is not a kind one for, for, <laughs> for father figures, no. <laughs> so they're trying to sneak out. But security's on the trail. Like, Erica's found out her car's been stolen. Yeah, and the she building's shows on up a secure there and, lockdown. yeah, she's like, she sees that they've gotten into the safe, and so she puts the building on lockdown. So they're trying to get, I forget how Rio gets out, but Jem gets out by putting on her Jem costume, yeah. the makeup, the, the hair, and a security guard approaches her and is like, oh, I need an autograph for my for daughter. My, for, for my, my daughter. daughter, who's definitely real. Yes. I thought that was a really cute moment, yeah, what, actually. That was, honestly, that was charming. This is, I think, the point in the movie where it starts to turn for me and become an interesting film mm-hmm. that I kind of liked at the end. Because this moment was so real and he was so... That security guard was so genuine and human in his interaction with her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's for my daughter. Uh, do you have, like, a glossy, like, headshot? <laughs> sign? Or do you have a pen? None of those things. Just sign my arm. Oh, what's her name? Um, Stephen. <laughs> 
I thought that was very sweet. Yeah, and then like, he's he's super jazzed and talking to the other security guards that he just had a moment with Jem. Yeah. It is ruined slightly when he says, uh, she was all over me, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, no, because let's forget that. He's he's in his late 30s, early 40s. And, and she's, she's a teenager. Yes, half his age. It's weird. But yeah, Jem and Rio get out of the building and the, the, the band basically has an agreement of when Jem does her big performance tomorrow... They're all going to be They're all going to perform. But she puts the earrings together. Yeah, she gets, they get back to the house. The earrings kind of vault on together into one there unit. There is a... Yeah, she sticks the earrings together and there's a weird moment of... I guess um, Synergy realizes that the earrings are about to go in mm-hmm. and starts rocking Oh, man. Back and oh, forth. my God. Yeah, it's like... Synergy gets very excited. He's and, very enthusiastic. And starts, yeah, like kind of pumping his hips in anticipation. And, and then more, leans back. And then... And so she sticks it in and then like the the light beams kind of burst out of him. It's it was, really You could charged. dub in something... <laughs> And it would fit. And it would fit, is all I'm going to say about that. But we get a little hologram from Jem's dad that's like, hey, if you're watching this, you've grown up into the resourceful woman that I know you would be. I love you. Like, seven years worth of, like, parental advice. It's a really advice. long scene. It's very, very long. The hol- the hologram effect is, 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 as a visual effect, quite nice. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Uh, considering this film was made on a budget of, what, five million? It did not have a lot of money. It did not recover any of that money. Oh, it recovered 0% of the money that it, it cost to make. And then the hologram ends, and Jem is crying. I would be crying too. Yeah, it's, a, it's an emotional moment. Because I just saw a robot jizz out my father. <laughs> Coming up next on Fox TV, I just saw a robot jizz out my father. <laughs> Coming up on uh, today's Jerry Springer, I saw a robot jizz out my father. Tyler Perry's I just saw a robot jizz out my father. It works for everything. <laughs> Do you have it's one? universally appropriate. No, I can't come up with anything better. <laughs> um, no, I just have a note now for my therapist on Tuesday. <laughs> I like the, the good thing about you having therapy is that when they say are you okay this week and go no and here's why and just hand over a recording <laughs> a dvd of gem and the holograms and a recording of this episode of the I mean, podcast just subscribe to my podcast <laughs> and you'll understand why i'm here and that's the other thing that is revealed in this in this moment is uh that synergy is a girl like gem's or at dad least uses female pronouns yes yeah, gem's dad uses female pronouns to talk about synergy i've been thinking of synergy as a boy well i think for the that duration. the entire like everyone in the movie had been had been calling synergy a him i think i think or, so yeah. or something like that and so they're all like oh oops we gotta <laughs> check our privilege yeah they then, so they check their privilege and then they have their um they go to do their performance and they're backstage erica shows up and says hey why are the sisters here like you're under contract they don't perform and rio says i don't think so I run the company now. And, and I am the captain now. I am the captain of the... of the. <laughs> I'm taking over this ship. And... Because he has the will. Mm-hmm. And he looks through the... And the will says that the company can be reverted to Rio's ownership whenever he feels he's ready. Uh, because apparently even Rio's dad knew what a... a, a colossal bitch. Colossal bitch was as gentler than I was. <laughs> I wanted to say a harsher word, but I realized the harsh word is a bad word. So I was trying to walk it back. Yeah. No, bitch is not a bad word. No, bitch it's is perfectly fine. acceptable. So Rio says, this is my company now. Zipper, take her away. Zipper calls for two security guards to like pull away. And Zipper like immediately flips 
on Erica, and it becomes uh, Rio's sub. Sub, yeah. Um, Jim on the holograms. You, have, you kind of have to like like in a game of marbles. You have to win Zipper. I don't know enough about marbles to. Oh, like when whichever ones you knock out, like you get to keep those. That's a reference to something that I don't get. That you. How does made. that feel? If you know what, oddly humbling. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Jem and her sisters perform on stage. The editor of Rolling Stone magazine approaches Rio and says, Hey, I want to give them the cover. What are you calling the band? And Rio looks down at Synergy, who's like... Projecting fun little Windows media player visualizations. (laughs) And he says, what about Jem and a hologram? Wait, that's stupid. Jem and the holograms. Jem and a the holograms. And the reporter says like, wow, okay, cool. What a but great name. But you can name. tell by her face that she's like, that's the dumbest thing the, I've ever heard. What the shit? Jem and the holograms? And he didn't even consult the band. Yeah, he just made he this. He just named again. them. So we're already, it's going to be an, an unhealthy uh, power dynamic yeah. that we've got going on. And, and then, then she, he, then he kisses They put their Jem. mouths on each other. And that's the film. The end. And then Nick Fury comes out. Yeah, there's a post-credit sequence, um, like well, midway through the credits, where Erica goes and gets another band, like recruits the, an the old misfits. band. I assume yeah. that these are also from the TV show. Yeah, like, they I... were gearing up to make. The, bless their hearts, they were gearing up to make a sequel. <laughs> they thought they were going to get a sequel. It's, a, it's Super Mario Brothers all over again. Yeah, I yeah, I'm pretty confident that the Misfits are a rival band in the yeah. show. Because that's where like pizzazz and yeah. Stormer. Like and, the ones with the really weird names. And didn't Brian point out? Because I don't think either of us recognized her. But isn't Kesha, Kesha in the band? Is Pizzazz? Pizzazz, yeah. Because you you were looking at every single one of the girls in what why would dub the evil band with like <laughs> or and it's like the dog in Up. Like I've just met you and I love you. Like <laughs> they're that, really cool. Oh, their really aesthetic cool. is so awesome. Um, yeah, they, they're a lot cooler than the, the Goody Two Shoes band. And that's the end of the movie. And then it's over. It's done. We had that experience. We 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 lived it. Um, I definitely... Talking... Here's the thing. This has been good therapy for me because I definitely am over the Stockholm Syndrome now. Yeah, I really, you now realize that you didn't deserve that. I, I was... While you I know in, they made you believe that you deserved <laughs> it, but you didn't. There was definitely a moment when we were prepping to start recording where I was thinking, I kind of enjoyed that. This is going to be bad because we're going to butt heads. But talking through the movie has made me realize I deserve better. Yeah. And, you know, we accept the love we think we deserve. deserve yeah. And I need to be receptive to better Better than movies. this. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't think I want to... I, I had said to Brian while you were in the bathroom, I'd buy this movie if I saw it in the bargain no! bin at Ralph's. And no, I wouldn't. Like, talking through it with you has been very therapeutic for me. And I have... Thank I'm, you for Yeah, I'm for always that. here for you. You know, um, I try really hard to talk you out of terrible decisions and opinions. Yeah. I I don't ever want to see this movie again. It's It's not... Here's the thing. It's not that it's a bad movie. And I'll even forgive it the Flight of the Navigator, like, weird sci-fi turn it takes mm-hmm. in the middle of the movie. When it jumps the Ralph. Yeah. But it's just, it's not a bad movie. It's not a good movie. It's a nothing movie. I stand by one of the things I said at the beginning of this when we started talking, which if I had a kid and they wanted to watch this movie, they can watch this it's movie. It's whatever, yeah. Because it's whatever. It's They're not gleaming anything from this experience except for, you know, kind of some outdated heteronormativity with mm-hmm. Rio and, and Which and they, you get from, like, just about any movie. Yeah. There's nothing to take from this this movie a film that I would want my kids to watch, like Trolls, is a great kid, great kids film. Like I would let my kids watch Trolls as long as it's not fifty times a day. 
Because that's fun. Like, I, if you said to me, hey, do you want to come over this week and watch Trolls? I'd come over and watch Trolls. Mm-hmm. If you said, hey, do you want to come over this week and watch Gem and the Holograms? I'd immigrate. <laughs> because oh. something has gone horribly wrong. Yeah, I would probably just, like, eat my cyanide pill at that point. <laughs> You've got a tooth in there that you just, <laughs> you just snap it off and... So where does this film fall on the... The Lego Emoji scale, again, is this is not a, the right scale for this movie because it's not really trying to... I'm sure that there was a line of dolls attached to this mm, movie yeah. or that was going to be attached to this movie and the absolute failure of the movie probably tanked the Yeah, top, there were the do- some well. things that I thought, like the earrings, for example, that she wears, I, I could have sworn that that was going to be like a tie-in product that yeah. they would sell. I looked up gem earrings, couldn't find anything. I found a lot of like Etsy sellers who had yeah. made the original 80s earrings from the cartoons, could not find yeah. anything with like her fancy light-up earrings. I feel like... Synergy. I don't know if synergy is in the cartoon. I've. This is the thing you have to remember. Neither of us have a familiarity. with I the think cartoon. synergy exists in a form in the cartoon. Yeah. I don't. Don't think synergy is a literal robot. Well, but this I is the thing synergy because synergy exists. You looked up a lot of like you looked up the IMDb score. You looked at some reviews mm-hmm. be- either before or after we started watching this, and a lot of the reviews were this strays way too far from the source material. Yeah. I don't know if that helped or hurt. Like, if they tried to make a faithful adaptation of the cartoon, how would we feel right now? Is that a better movie or a worse I movie? Because right now it's a, a nothing. Fun. This movie's just mediocre. Like, I would put this movie on the same level as something like the Candyland movie, yeah. which is put it on. It's fine. It's nothing. As a standalone movie, that's how I feel about it. But in terms of how profoundly it missed the mark of what everything that the original franchise is about, yeah. I think that is a, a strike against it. That's sure. poor form. Yeah. yeah. Bad form. <laughs> so is there anything else that we needed to discuss about this particular movie? I really we... don't think so. Okay. We've, we've talked about how consent is important and... That's that's the reason why I might be less willing to let my kids watch it because yeah. it doesn't have any it good It teaches you to like consent. pressure your friends and loved ones into doing things they don't yeah. want to do, which you shouldn't do. It's a problem. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. 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 So what is on the slate for next week, he I said. I don't know. Tell me. So next week's movie is... Uh, oh, it's a fun one. I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, it's the first Lara Croft Tomb Raider starring Angelina Jolie. Jolie? Jolie. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> that made me tingle a little bit. Oh, I'm <laughs> never going to speak again. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet have uh, have got no rhythm. But uh, so Angelina Jolie, her dad is in it. His name I forget. John Voight. John Voight. I saw him at Ralph's. Yes, friend, friend of, the of the show, show John, John Voight. Voight. Yep. Um, he's been in one of the movies that we've because we've mentioned John Voight before on the show. Yeah, we definitely have. I can't remember off the top of my head what movie he would have been in. So friend of the show, John Voight is in Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Chris Barry from Red Dwarf is in Tomb Raider. He plays... I don't know who that is, but I believe that you're going to get excited about it. I'm going to give it... Yeah, he plays Lara Croft's butler in both of the Angelina Jolie... Yeah, he's her butt in the Angelina Jolie movies. So yeah, the next episode is Lara Croft Tomb Raider. I think that's going to be a fun one. Yeah, I I remember... I remember that it's really... Silly. It's not a smart movie by any stretch, but I remember it being fun. And mm-hmm. I think that's it. And especially, I think, coming off of the back of Batman and Robin and Gem and the Holograms. We need a breather. We And Barbie of Swan Lake as well, which I know that you liked. I didn't like Sorry. it. Sorry. Like, and Furby Island as well. Like, we've had a run now of five movies that I would consider bad. So we need a fun one. I want this next... I want Lara Croft Tomb Raider to be fun. I also want that. 
I would say that of these movies, we have had a 75% failure rate. Yeah. It's It's been bad. 75% suffering. 25% joy. Yeah. Which is life, life. I think. Yeah. Um, but I think that is it for us this week. Um, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Life Toy Tip with Ben and Molly. If you like the show, um, as well as leaving a review on places like iTunes and Stitcher, because obviously podcasts like this survive by word of mouth, leave a review, tell your friends about it. But if you enjoy the podcast, do please consider supporting us on Patreon. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thelifetoyetic. A $1 monthly donation gets you access to all of the bonus stuff that we're going to do. We're trying to do monthly bonus episodes, live streams, Q&As. And then at the $5 level, you get a quarterly postcard. Yeah. And then at the $10 level, you get a shout out on the show. Like at Hey It's Billy Rose, who is uh, presently our only $10 supporter. Thank yeah, you. Billy, you're, you're the star. We love you, Billy. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And at the $100 level, you get all of that. But whenever we talk to Jeremy, who is Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. You can be confident in the fact that we're actually talking to you. You are the Jeremy. So head over to patreon.com slash thelifetoyetic. I rewatched our Patreon video yesterday. How is it? I'm just proud of it. Oh, like, yay. It's one of my favorite things I've edited. It's, it's just a fun video. Because uh, of me. Yeah, I mean, you're the star I'm of that a, video. Yeah, That's really it. If you're listening to this and you came out to see me at Toyzilla on uh, Friday, thank you so much for coming. I haven't performed it yet because we're recording this. But it was nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm there. Molly is hopefully going to have I'm, been there. I'm not sure if I will have been there. <laughs> <laughs> My verb tenses really hurt right now um, because there is a, a few day old baby kitten waiting for me at home. Surprise! <laughs> Someone literally showed up to our house and gave us a baby kitten. So that's fun so for that's, you. it's like an unplanned pregnancy, like the closest yeah. thing I'll ever experience <laughs> to an unplanned pregnancy. My next thing is, I think, San Diego Hukon uh, in October, October 19th to 21st. You can always find out what I'm up to by going to benpadden.net and clicking on the live dates button at the top of the page. Thank you to Brian Melblum for our theme tune, the Toyetic Toe Tapper, which he made for us. One day we'll pay him. <laughs> it will happen. But we love it. And we're big fans of, of him and his music and his work. And uh, uh, one of these days I'll find out like his SoundCloud or something. And, yeah, we'll plug it. Yeah, well, that'll well, happen one day. If you came to see me at PAX, I think I've already said that one. But thank you for com- have coming to have seen me at Thank PAX. you for having come to have seen <laughs> yes, me. Yes, two weeks ago at this point. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for that. Um, and we'll be back next time with Lara Croft Tomb Raider um, but in the meantime thank you so much for listening to The Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly I've been Ben I've been still am Molly and The Life Toyetic comes with everything you see here enthusiastic consent sold separately <laughs> unfortunately Ben and I'm here to say that I wished I hadn't seen this film today. It's a bad movie and his name is Jim and I wish that I never have to see it again. But I kind of liked it when we got to the end. I've run out of steam. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that doesn't make it into the episode. No, it is. It oh no. That's our post credit sequence. Oh no. I can't rap.